Welcome to the Music Mindfully Podcast with your host, Aliyah Elliott. This is a place where musicians come to get inspired, to conquer their fears, to overcome self-doubt, and learn to love their music and themselves a little more every day. Let's make music mindfully. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Music Mindfully podcast. I am so happy that you are here, and I'm so excited to be chatting about a topic that is super, super, super important, and I see all of the time in all of the forums that I'm in, it comes up literally every single day. And that topic is money. We as musicians tend to not want to charge what we are worth. People are constantly posting about how much they should get paid for a gig if they're accompanying a choir or how much they should be charging for music lessons next year. So as a music teacher myself, I thought it was really important, especially in the spring season as people are sort of planning for fall, planning for what's to come, that we talk about this now. I think musicians are really, really troubled by charging money because there's this old adage of the starving artist. The starving artist. Now we've talked about this before in a previous episode that no one wants to sign up for a job if that's what the label is, starving artist. And yet at the same time, I want you to think, have you said yes to something where you knew you were not getting paid fairly? Or maybe even worse, where you set a fee that was undervaluing your own services. So not only do we accept gigs sometimes that are for less than our regular rate, even if it's something that doesn't light us up or doesn't really lead us to new opportunities or make us feel like we're doing something good for the world, because there are definitely opportunities where we should, we should and we feel called to share our gifts without payment. That's not what I'm saying. That is perfectly fine. That is charity. Charity is an awesome thing, and it is great to be able to share your gifts in that way. However, if you are a professional musician, if you are a music teacher, if you are a music tutor, or an accompanist, or perhaps a composer, you are running a business not a charity. So while definitely charitable acts are great and I highly encourage them, we cannot run a business like a charity. So why? Why do we struggle so, so much? And why is this always a topic of discussion? What can we charge? What is the going hourly rate? You see, the problem with this thinking is that we aren't thinking about what we are providing 
only what we are receiving in return. And that sort of thinking, that trading time for money, doesn't really look into the value of what we are offering. The true value of what we are offering is not monetary. It's not something that we can actually put a number to. If you think about it, the lessons that you took growing up, the teachers and the mentors and the coaches that you paid as you went through your schooling and your training, how could you ever put a dollar amount to what you've learned and what you've gained from those experiences. Not only have you gained a career, which is now allowing you to move forward in a field that I'm sure you are incredibly passionate about, but you've gained a lot more. Now, unless you had some unfortunate circumstances with a teacher who was abusive or not supportive, most people remember their music lessons very, very fondly. And it's not just because you ended up as a musician that you remember your music lessons that way. I know I teach so many adult students who have returned to music after a long hiatus because they loved music lessons as children. Why? Because they were seen, heard, valued. They received one-on-one attention with an adult who supported their goals. How often do we get to do that? It's incredible. They learned so much more than music. They learned discipline. They learned tenacity. In music lessons, we learn how to learn. And all of these amazing skills are transferable to everything else that we do in our day-to-day lives and in our professional lives. So why, when we're looking at our rates... Now, I'm talking a lot about music lessons. This is my world, friends. But the same thing goes for performance. Why is it that we only think about the lesson we're giving in exchange for the money? That one hour that you might spend with your student every single week impacts them for much, much longer than that 60 minutes that you are together. And if you're doing your job, it is impacting them in a positive way that is going to help shape the rest of that student's life. You are pouring into your students. You are pouring from yourself a love of something so beautiful, so personal, so vulnerable, and so incredible. And you are giving that away. You are sharing that deep connection and that deep love of music with someone else. And that is so 
so special. And isn't that what's special about performing too? Isn't that why we're so drawn to watching other people on stage? Because we get wrapped up in the emotion. We get wrapped up in the love. We get carried away to another world. Because the performer is open and vulnerable and generous with their emotions, their story, and the essence of the music itself. When we try to put a dollar amount on something so special, we simply can't. Because it's not about a dollar amount. So I want you to reframe the way you think about money and think of it instead as energy. Because it's true. Money on its own is useless. It's a piece of paper or some numbers in your account that unless they have another force acted upon them, just sit there. They don't do anything. Money on its own is useless. We as a society have agreed that it has value that we can use to trade for other things. And that's all it is. Money is energy. Money is not good nor bad. Money is simply energy. So when you're in your studio or you're on stage and you're pouring that energy out of yourself, we cannot continue to do that over and over and over and over again if we are not receiving some energy in return. So think about it. Think about the way you approach your contracts, whether it's with your manager or the companies that you're working for, your studio families, whoever it may be that is sending money your way. And next time you have to evaluate your rates and think about what you are being offered, or what you are asking financially. Remember that your value is so much more than the number of minutes that you spend in that room. Your energy keeps pouring out long after they've left that room. Long, long after. I know that it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. I'm always thinking about my students. I'm always thinking about what they could sing next. What repertoire would be best for them? What other fun games can we play together? 
How can I come up with more creative performing opportunities that get them really excited to step out on that stage? I'm constantly sending energy their way when they are not even in the room. Same thing. Emails, your own practice time, your personal development time, your professional development time. All of that needs to be taken into account when you are setting your rates, when you are thinking about that energetic exchange, which is service for money. And I love, I love that what we do is called a service-based business. Because it really is about serving, isn't it? It doesn't matter if you're the one on stage or if you're the one who's getting everyone else ready to be on stage or the one writing the music for everyone to perform on stage. You are doing it as an act of service. You are giving something so beautiful, so genuine and heartfelt and whole, and raw, that simply cannot have a numerical value. What we do is so much more than money can ever understand, than money can ever quantify, but we still require money to make it all happen. So instead of looking around and seeing what everyone else in your vicinity is charging, maybe it's time for you to rally with the other musicians in your area for more. Maybe it's time that we all band together and realize the amazing gift that we are giving to everyone that we work with. Being a musician is hard. Being a musician is so gratifying. Being a musician is beautiful. Being a musician is very time-consuming. And being a musician does not mean that we need to sign up for a life of poverty. Just because we love what we do does not mean that we should not be well compensated for what we do. You are worthy. We are worthy. Think about the service that you are providing. That serving of your audience. How you're serving your students. And how your service will continue to impact their lives long after 
you've said your final goodbyes to them. And remember that they see your value. They really, really do. And sure, when you up your rates, you may lose some people from your studio, or you may have a couple of people who say, oh, that's too expensive, I'm not able to pay you that for this gig. And that's where you realize who actually sees the value of what you do and aren't those the people that you want to work with anyway. I know for me, that's exactly true. Money shouldn't be a taboo thing to ask for when we literally need it to survive. We are highly specialized, highly trained, and highly dedicated individuals, and we deserve to be paid like them. So don't be afraid to ask for it. Know your worth. Understand your value. And let's rally together to really change how music is seen in your community and around the world. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Music Mindfully podcast. Did you have an aha moment? Did something really resonate with you? Be sure to let me know. Screenshot this episode, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me at Music Mindfully. I would also love to chat with you, so feel free to hop on into my DMs. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode of the Music Mindfully podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss out. Until then, go make music mindfully.